Machine Learning Radio. And I'm your host, Jason Qualls, Certified Financial Planner, one of the only independent commission-free financial advisors in Rutherford County. For all about me, check out JasonQuallsCFP.com. That's J-A-S-O-N-Q-U-A-L-L-S-C-F-P.com. If you want to jump in and be a part of the show, email or social media, find the links at FinancialCoachingRadio.com. Remember, you don't have to work with a financial salesperson. Make sure you're getting a second opinion on your investments, your financial life, your financial plan from an independent fee-only certified financial planner. Here today and back once again is Michael Lynn White of City TV. Hello, what's up? Well, you talk so loud, I don't need to turn your microphone on. I know, look. <laughs> I'm loud. You're, you're riled up today. Yes, fired up. Well, speaking of people being fired up about things going on in their day-to-day life you seen the new show on the netflix it's making quite a wave marriage or mortgage Mm-mm, i have not seen it i'm always working i don't have time to watch this stuff this is from time magazine marriage or mortgage on netflix dances around a the dark reality of americans finances in the first episode of the netflix reality series an engaged couple liz and evan are torn about their future they're the last of their friends to get married and they're moving from Florida to Nashville. How about that? They've got $35,000 to spend, as the show's title suggests. They're choosing between either a wedding or a house. I've just seen snippets of, like, the preview. Yeah. Why do you have to, to, to waste all the money on the wedding, so you, therefore you could not put it down on a house? Why can't you do a little bit of both? Well, that's for you to answer, but my opinion, Me? I don't think that you should spend money on a wedding that you could put towards a house so what would you do i would put it towards the house and just not get married no of course or i would get married go to the courthouse go to the courthouse have a little party you can spend a little bit of that money because of course you want a wedding but you know what i'm a 40 year old woman i'm not 23 <gasps> yep yep 40 and fabulous though let's not forget that look me up on social media and tell me different <laughs> anywho yes put that money very in a true, house very true uh, what do you think? You're the financial guy. You're supposed to be guiding us into making smart financial decisions. It's a personal call, right? If you want to waste the money, it's no different than the last week's discussion oh about God. Botox or whatever. But here's the thing. Last week we said, if you can afford it. Well, obviously they can't afford a house or they can't afford both. So they have to choose. Mm-hmm. It's their prerogative, right? It is for sure. But I just think you got to be smart and think long term. What if you get divorced? What if you, you know, all that money you put towards the wedding with your 10 bridesmaids? I'm being pretty negative right now. <laughs> put it in a house. <laughs> Let's see what else is. Already people are calling for the premise of the show, to, calling the sh- premise of the show depressing. The inability of Americans to afford both a wedding and a home is not a new phenomenon, but it speaks to broad economic trends in the country and how they play out when it comes to individual financial decisions time magazine turned to personal finance and housing finance policy experts to understand the historical underpinnings of the show's central decision and what it man that's a long-winded who wrote that part of the article jeez somebody that wasn't trying to read it to <laughs> the cost air. of the weddings are on the rise as captured in the show weddings can cost a lot of money and the industry has only gotten more expensive in 2007 the average cost of a wedding was around 16k and 10 years later that number increased to 28k mm-hmm. by 2019 the average cost of a wedding had risen to thirty four thousand dollars man what what do you get for that well, you've been married? No, I have not. 
Weddings are expensive and they're wonderful. I, when I was, I loved my wedding, but we could afford it. True. What do you think about the burden of the wedding being on the, the daughter's parents? See, I do. I'm, I love traditions and stuff like that. Now, my, I'm not married anymore, but at the time, my husband and I paid for our wedding ourselves. We were older and so we could do that. I don't think that that's right. I think that the parents should like split it. If your parents are the ones paying for it, I think to put it all on the bride's side is ridiculous. Gotta pay somebody to take her. Listen at you. <laughs> Y'all don't is that where the tradition came him. from? I don't you know. Think, like, please take this girl. <laughs> Listen to you. They better be saying you are honored to take this girl. Do you hear me? But then it would be fifty fifty split. Yeah, I just I don't know. I just don't think that that is right. Like, if I had a daughter, I think I'd want it to be split because it's probably a fifty fifty shot. It's not going to work out anyway. No, or like some kind of contractual deal. If this doesn't work out, then you pay me oh half. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's terrible. This is a happy time. So let's not, you and me are both divorcees. So let's not, you know, you put our we're, spin. we're jaded on this? We're subject. jaded on this, okay? So I'm sorry, listeners. We're going to try to be positive for you out there. Do you believe in true love? Of course. Just not lasting true love? No, I totally believe in it. You just got to find it. So, I'm not giving up on love just because I'm divorced. Social media plays an outsized role in the planning these days and adds pressure to create events that look as fun as they feel. After getting engaged, 62% of couples said they increased their social media usage. Sharing their photos, I suspect. 7 out of 10 were using social media for wedding planning more than anything else. Oh, yeah. How do you do what do you what do you mean How does so that many people you have to have a good social media presence because it's almost like your portfolio. Now all that stuff is, hey, check out my Instagram for my work. Yeah, I think anyone, I'm going to have to watch the show because it's probably going to be highly entertaining because these people are obviously on the burden or on the brink of making what I would say a very stupid financial choice. Have a no, a small wedding or a very modest wedding and go buy a house. You have to have a place to live and you're hurting your long-term, really the long-term health of your marriage in a sense because if you're not happy financially, you're probably not going to make it. You're right. That is a great point. Thank you. And I don't you. think in a year or two you're going to, oh, you remember that wedding, how great it was and awesome to be stuck in this apartment. See, those are things that you need to bring to these young couples' attention. I want to watch the show, too. If any of y'all have watched it, like, let us know, because we want to know what you think. Uh, email in your questions, comments, financialcoachingradio.com. Click email the show. Um, I think this is just a generational thing, right? We're, our generation, a little bit more independent, a little bit more, we'll do things on our own. We don't need someone to do it for us. Not that every financial decision we've ever made has been responsible, but this generation that's, you know, in their early to mid-20s, little bit more entitlement right we want For both sure. we don't know which decision to make even though i bet deep down in their common sense if they have any mm -hmm. they do know the right decision i think so so you were telling me something about um what skinny jeans back in back out <laughs> what's the deal with skinny <laughs> <Yeah>. jeans <laughs> Yes, apparently they are <laughs> where do, canceled. But where, where do you get the information from? This is a thing. It just like went. It was all over the place. One night I went to all bed. The where? next morning I woke up and it was all over social media, all over the news. That and that makes it true. I mean, it's, so it's yeah. all, are people are writing articles about skinny jeans no longer being in favor. One hundred percent. Like my listeners out there know this. <laughs> no, what does this financially have to do i mean uh well because if you would have wasted all your money following trends <laughs> and bought a bunch of skinny jeans now you're sol and you need to like go buy some more this is true but you know what that's There's financial lots of women that are like me that are saying 
forget that. I'm sticking with my skinny jeans. Yeah. Next segment we'll talk about should you or should you not get a prenuptial agreement since we're going to stay on the marriage. Yikes. Money, <laughs> money topic. This is Financial Coaching Radio. I'm Jason Qualls, certified financial planner. Michael Lynn White of City TV is here. Jump in questions, comments at financialcoachingradio.com. We're back. Did you know that the U.S. tax code has over 70,000 pages? This is precisely why you must have a tax expert on your team. The folks at THW CPAs have been providing their expertise to individuals and businesses in Middle Tennessee for over 50 years. And now they have an office right here in Murfreesboro. Call Kevin Sizemore today with THW CPAs at 848-1072. That's 848-1072 or online at THWCPA.com. If you've got an iPhone, we have an app for that. If you're an Android user, we have an app for that, too. You can listen to us anywhere, on air and on demand. We're News Radio WGNS. Hey, Financial Coaching Radio listeners. If you don't understand exactly how your financial advisor is compensated, you could be in big trouble. My name is Jason Qualls, a commission-free certified financial planner. To learn more about why my process is so unique, go to JasonQualsCFP.com or call 878-2134 today. online anytime at financialcoachingradio.com. Michael Lynn White is here. I'm your host, Jason Qualls, certified financial planner. Let's talk about investments real quickly. How did the investments pair up last year? Actively managed funds going against index funds, something we've covered many, many times on the show. Uh, the stats, long-term running. Now, if you go out 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, 80 to 90 percent of actively managed mutual funds do not outperform their benchmark. They did a little bit better in 2020 with all the market hoopla going on with the pandemic. 75, or actually one year, 60% of actively managed funds did not beat their benchmark for the five year at 75%. So still, it could be getting better to getting worse depending on how you're looking at it. It's still a high percentage of active managers not beating, not doing their job. And that's why low-cost index fund passive investing is something that needs to be the majority of your investments. Look it up online. It's the SPIVA, S-P-I-V-A. It all goes into the active versus passive analysis, which is better, index funds versus actively managed funds. All right, Michael Lynn White, what is your thoughts on a prenuptial agreement? If someone comes to you, you're madly in love. You finally found the love of your life. Like you mentioned last segment. Mm-hmm. And he comes to you and he says, I want a prenup. So tough. Ooh, such an unromantic, unsexy thing. But I'm telling y'all ladies, I think do it. I used to not feel that way, but I do now. This is coming from the moneyest. We talked about this person's articles last week. I want to hurt him the same way he hurt me. My husband sprung a prenup on me days before Ooh. our wedding. He kept all copies. Who cares what copies he kept? (laughs) (laughs) I was married just over two years ago, and we've been in the same relationship for more than 10. 
So they dated for eight years. Mm, long That's time. a red flag, right? I don't know. I dated for a long time. Did it work out? Well, my marriage didn't last, but I don't think our dating had anything to do with that. But that's why I was young. But if you ain't figured it out by two, three years in, like, come on. Yeah, I don't know. We have both been single parents from a prior, or have been single parents from a prior relationship. Considering our age gap, he is much more successful. He is 56. I'm 40. He talked about a prenuptial agreement during our relationship, but he did not spring up on me until three days before our wedding day. We discussed nothing as to what would go into the agreement. I was severely depressed and cried uncontrollably. Don't laugh. I feel her. That is sad. To cry uncontrollably for days? I would 100% cry about that. So Why? let's keep moving. Okay, but for days? For days, yes. Keep it moving. It happens. I'm perplexed. Okay, because you're a man. <laughs> Next. I'm very um, in, in attached or what was the word where I'm really in touch with my emotions. Come uh, on. Sounds like it. <laughs> Even reliving this causes heartache. Oh, bless her heart. Oof. That is sad. I see why he wanted to pre up now. Oh, my gosh. Got him a bunny boiler. She may be like me because I'm so emotional. I'm a Pisces, for goodness sakes. Oh, what does that matter? Ugh. If you're a basket case, you're a basket case. She's not really... a basket case. She cried uncontrollably for days. Get out of town. What did I say next? <laughs> I consulted with my attorney but decided to go sign it, it rather than not go through the wedding. For two years, I asked for a copy, and he couldn't find it. When I finally had enough, I found it in his office and made myself a copy. Yeah, girl, you get in there and you dig around, honey. You, you find a, that copy. Does she not sound a little dramatic? <laughs> of course like, not. Not to me. She took. Two, she really wanted a copy of this thing. It was just sitting in his office desk. She waited two years to go find it. I don't know. But here's the thing. She's drama. She's drama. <laughs> it's sad that that's too many days. See, that's just a relationship communication breakdown. But beyond that, I think you should sign a prenuptial agreement for so sure. So you're implying if he would have came to her a month before, three months before, she would not have been depressed and cried uncontrollably for days. Yes, for sure. She would have still been upset and probably cried, but it wouldn't have been like this blow, like she's he's hiding the secret from her and then going to spring it on her when she's, what, she going to say no three days before the wedding? That's shady. Think she would say no three months before the wedding? No, but at least she has time to prepare. I think she's just being a chick. She would be mad either way, no matter what time. Do you, do, listeners, do y'all hear this man? She's just being a chick. Get out of here. I'm angry at myself now because there are provisions I would have I would have included had I had more time to think about it. I still don't fully understand what happened. And I'm angry at myself now because there are provisions I would never included if I had more time. She already said that. My parents will be willing. Uh, my parents will be willing, willing me a home, I guess giving her a home when they pass away. A nice considerable amount of cash. I'm not in his will. There is no life insurance policy. I'm not listed on the deed of the second vacation home that we bought before we were married. But he wants to say how everything is ours. Mm-mm. It needs to be. I'm not hours getting a good feeling paper. about this one. I'm not either. This is this is what happens. So what I really think now is she kind of wants out of this relationship, and she's like, "Dang it, mm. I don't get all this money. I really feel like I'd be entitled to if I hadn't signed this prenup." That's why you got to know uh, what's in it before you sign it. Technically, it is. And now that I'm about to start my own venture, which has been lucrative, I want to amend the prenup in a way. I want to hurt him in the same way he hurt me. <laughs> wow, but they're still married. That's sad. <laughs> Not for long. 
Yeah. <laughs> it caused a lot right. of resentment on my end as I feel like he never trusted me. Although I have never asked him for anything. If he dies tomorrow, what is going to happen to me? That's absolutely right. As my cousin would say, you're going to walk in with a black dress and walk out with a red dress. What does that mean? Because the funeral, we usually wear black. So she ain't going to be sad very long. She can come right in and change and put on her red dress, come find her a new man. <laughs> my God. That is, I've never heard that. Jeez Louise. People are going to be emailing us saying we're being sexist. No hate mail. It's just entertainment, people. Should I amend the prenuptial agreement? What do you think? You think this is even going to allow it? Well, let's take all that out. I think if you can amend it, that's good. Or it was even mentioned to me that you can do a postnuptial agreement. I just think you need to protect yourself. It's not fun to talk about, but you got to talk about money. You got to do all that in your relationship, or you're doomed to fail. Yeah, you got to get some legal counsel there. What obviously should have happened? You're right. They should have talked about this long before three days of the wedding. They both probably had their own legal counsel to decide what's how the prenup should be drafted. Then no one's going to be ticked off. I don't think in this case you would have been that open well i think she still would have been offended and hurt um but that's i don't know her this is what i'm gathering from the context of her her letter her email here but you you said a few minutes ago you'd be totally fine now you you, you've gotten a little older you've had some life experience you said you'd be on board this something that people should consider what would you put in a prenuptial agreement today in general what would you make sure on the minimum that you would have in yours it doesn't be personal specific but hey this needs to be in here make sure you know about this make sure you don't overlook that right well you want to make sure that like your housing and if there are any um things that are being left from your family members all that stuff you need to talk about that from from day one so parents are going to leave you some family heirlooms and that may need to stay on your side of the family it doesn't need to go to the spouse how assets will be divided at a divorce, that kind of thing? Yes, do all of that when you're not angry at each other because once you get angry in the divorce, all bets are off. But settle all this stuff while you're calm and all that and get some good legal counsel, as you said, some financial counsel, as you said, and just get all that out of the way so you don't have to worry about it. In my experience, I feel that some people are more inclined to discuss money openly, and but some are all, they, they feel intimidated, they're easily to offend. Yes. And that's not a very easy conversation to have. No, it's not. And you know, so what do you do in that situation? Is say screw it? Hopefully, the more people that talk about these things, somebody will hear it and say, you know what? Maybe I should talk about it. Or, but it's, it is scary. And if you grow up not talking about anything, it's even more scary. So it's hard. Well, obviously, the, one of the biggest causes of divorce is money problems. Money. And this communi- but really the, that's really the symptom of the, the real issue is communication. Right. But we all are like probably not that good at that. I'm awesome at it. Are you? Nice. <laughs> you just made fun of that girl for crying. Because <laughs> she cried for days uncontrollably. I've cried for days. But not because of a legal document. <laughs> Maybe. Hopefully when somebody died or something. <laughs> like she's acting like she had a death in the family. Well, it probably feels like it. I see why he wanted this thing now. One thing that I've discussed, and it's been many, many years since we've talked about prenuptial agreements and marriage and money on financial coaching radio in this fashion, something legal that's kind of popping back into my head is you want to have two attorneys, one to represent the wife, one to represent the husband, and make sure that prenuptial agreements is actually going to do any good in the state of Tennessee because I've heard that they may not always hold up the way that you want them to. All right, we're going to take another break. This is Financial Coaching Radio. If you have an opinion, a question, a comment, even a disagreement, click email the show at financialcoachingradio.com. 
Michael N. White is here with City TV. I'm Jason Qual, certified financial planner. Keep you locked in right here on WGNS. is stressful and so is shopping for a mortgage take my advice and get a second opinion on the mortgage for your new home or your refinance not all banks and mortgage companies are created equal trust me on this call my friend marshall sparkman with franklin synergy bank at 615-439-0885 great team great process and the best rates marshall sparkman with franklin synergy bank at 615-439-0885 are you worried because a spouse or family member needs long-term nursing home care? Estate planning attorney John Baker can help. Protect your assets so you can leave something behind for your family. Call 896-5621. That's 896-5621. Or go to bakercouncil.com. Do you have a financial plan? I'm not talking about a worthless binder full of pretty charts and graphs. Are you certain you're on track to reach all your financial goals? A comprehensive financial plan is about so much more than just your IRA and mutual funds. It involves risk management, tax planning, professional investment management, retirement, and estate planning. Make sure your entire financial life is in order by calling me, Jason Qualls, a commission-free certified financial planner at 878-2134 or go to my website, jasonquallscfp.com. Welcome back to the show. This is Financial Coaching Radio. The one place to give you the truth about personal finance. No books to sell. Certainly not pushing any seminar or live event tickets or financial products. I'll leave that to the other show. I'm your host, Jason Qualls, certified financial planner. JasonQualsCFP.com. Michael Lynn White is here of City TV. You got me all wound up. I'm out of breath. Or it's because I'm old. I'm not sure. Which Maybe one. it's because you're old. That's <laughs> what you get for making fun of girls for crying. What's, it's not just girls. Anyone who cries uncontrollably for days, <laughs> man or woman, like what does that even look like? I'm just you just sit you. in your room and cry nonstop. Every time you think about it, you cry. That's what happens. That's what she's saying. She goes to Kroger and she starts thinking about it, and she's crying. Oh, have I? Maybe I'm speaking from personal <laughs> experience, but you know what? I'm telling you, it happens. See, you've been crying in Kroger. <laughs> yes, I've cried in Kroger. Anybody out there that has cried in Kroger, you better message me on Facebook, Michael Lim White. <laughs> And if you cried up in Kroger about something having to do with your shopping experience, or is it something personal? Some personal. You'll think about it, and it just hits you whenever. Aren't you like busy shopping, not yes, thinking about but it? I'm just telling you, this is what females Distracted? go through. I don't know. Men might do it too, but y'all are more emotionally mm, um, shut no. down. That was ugly. But I, I was that sad. I wouldn't be going to Kroger. Anywho. You can't go to Kroger anymore. We need to leave. I know. They closed your Kroger. I'm forced to go to Publix down the road. Oh, traffic gets bad out that way, too. Publix is more expensive. I need those Kroger deals. Is it, though? Yes. I just want, I don't like to hate on any businesses because I'm glad that we have them, but mm -mm. It's, it is more expensive. I'll try to buy produce and things like that. So. Well, you can go up the road to another Kroger. I could, but it's like five miles away. And in Murfreesboro traffic, it's a long time. All right, let's talk about what happens in retirement when those uh, you love 
pass away. Let's talk about marriage and money and those who die. I think one of the biggest misnomers is is that your will, your trust, your estate planning documents, and we talked about this with John Becker the other day, will actually step up and take over your major assets. Anything like a 401k, an IRA, or a life insurance policy that where you've named beneficiaries, those named beneficiaries supersede everything else. And I've heard countless stories those in second or third marriages forget to update beneficiary arrangements Mm -hmm. and their assets go to their ex-wife bummer gotta keep it up to date (laughs) how would you feel as a current wife if that happened i would be livid i'd be crying you ain't getting the money back Mm. these are good they see these are good tips you got to think about that stuff are women on top of stuff like that Mm. some are they want to make sure make sure you get your money that's right it's just something that you don't really think about. Like me, I think about that stuff now because I have beneficiaries now. I have, but when I went into my first marriage, I didn't have any of that stuff, so I didn't think about it. I didn't, you know, so it's something that you have to be aware of. The The misconception is if you go get a will, that that trumps everything. No, your beneficiary arrangement trumps everything. Good to know. And if you haven't named a beneficiary, then your will will pick up that asset. And uh, this will get into a lot of, uh, of hairy situations when you have to, leave assets to maybe children of a previous relationship or you have to have a life insurance policy you carry on yourself to pay the ex-wife because you have minor children one of the biggest things that gets overlooked for those in second and third relationships because that's the kind of the culture that we're in in those who miss estate planning uh as far as the basic documents they don't name a guardian for their children mm-hmm so when they pass away, there's no one named. The court has to step in and name someone to take care of your child. I think if you're a responsible adult, these are things you have to take care of when you have children. Yes. Another article coming from the Moneyist. This gets involved in uh, father and his divorce decree. says his kids will inherit his house, but he later put it in a trust to his third wife. Which one wins out? What say you? Whoa, I don't know. We're going to learn something. I don't even have to read it. There's no way that divorce decree is going to supersede that estate planning document. Okay. Because if he has put that house in a trust, he has retitled that asset in the name of the trust, and I don't care what it says. That's the thing that divorce decrees can say a lot of things, that you know, your your spouse is responsible for paying the mortgage but if if you if you're still on the mortgage and the ex-spouse doesn't pay it it's going to hurt both of your credits Mm -hmm. but there's nothing you you can do as far as in the eyes of the credit bureau no matter what the divorce you can go back to court but it's two separate entities there and a lot of people when they're planning issues like this they think they don't think along the financial lines and i think this would be one of them what do you think about disinheriting children in estate planning Ooh, that's a touchy subject and i don't have children so but you know i don't know you might i might <laughs> can't really <laughs> one po- day really possible i guess it depends on if those kids are going to come see their mom in the nursing home one day if not what if that they would, yeah, would you just would you disinherit them <laughs> <laughs> i'm kidding you're going to entice them to come please come see me or you're going to be cut out of my will absolutely don't squander my money don't be out there buying drugs <laughs> if you do you're not getting any of it but that's me as a non-parent. Very complicated. It's very complicated. If you want to see the worst and people come out, let somebody die and there'll be a lot of money involved. That's why I hope people I get it ironclad. It's sad. These estate planning cases where the kids are fighting with the, the second wife or you know the kids are fighting each other. You know. Terrible. That's why you 
got to let us know what you got to get it all in order. But talking about death is hard, right? Yeah. You don't really I think this is easier to talk about, though, than when you're just going into a marriage like a prenup. I would think that this stuff would be dying easier. is easier to talk about than I think well, so, because we're all going to die. It's inevitable. You know, it doesn't have anything to do with like feelings and all that stuff. That's just my opinion. In my opinion, it's easier. Than a prenup. Yeah. I don't know. But I'd I much rather have a money discussion with my future spouse than to talk about with my child. Hey, when I die, here's what needs to happen. <laughs> oh, and little Johnny, I'm cutting you out of the will. And make sure you give 100000 <laughs> to the ex-wife. Oh, and 200000 to the first wife. That is difficult. <laughs> That's why you should just talk about it. those things uh, maybe with just your lawyer. What's and if your kids don't need to know that they're getting a lot of money because then they're just waiting on you to die so they can get it. I could be wrong. You're never wrong. Again, I sound You're never cynical. wrong. You're a female. <laughs> Isn't that the I've rule? just seen so many and heard so many stories like of people in nursing homes and they the kids don't come visit them. It's the wives and things like that. So, you know, I don't know. It's just a sticky situation. So children aren't coming, wives are? That's what I've heard. Now, do I know that firsthand experience? But I've heard that from people that work in those facilities that a lot of times those kids are coming in there and selling off their stuff. But, you know, this oh, is just hearsay. Yeah. I don't want kids emailing me and saying you're being so mean <laughs> i'm just saying why don't you be nicer to your mom for your real grandma? for real what's new in, in the borough anything <laughs> covered anything recently city council covered anything recently city council's good we just had a meeting at the airport so much good stuff going on in murfreesboro and you can also watch those meetings when every tuesday is that right definitely city council meetings are on thursdays and they are thursdays. televised on city tv you can find them on the city of murfreesboro's facebook page it's always good to know what is going on in your town and what your city leaders are up to michael lynn white city tv i'm jason qual certified financial planner check out jason cfp.com we're back right after this A recent undercover study found that over 89% of paid tax preparers made mistakes. You heard me right, over 89%. Is your tax person making mistakes? Tax mistakes cost you money and may even lead to an IRS audit. I recommend you get a second opinion on your tax return today by calling Tothero Helen Welch CPAs at 848-1072. Tothero Helen Welch has been providing tax services to individuals and businesses for over 50 years. So call them today at 848-1072 or go to thwcpa.com. How much are your investments costing you each year? Most people don't have a clue. Why is this extremely important? Because overpaying by just 1% a year in fees and expenses can reduce your account balance at retirement by 28%. You heard me right. 28% less at retirement. I'm commission-free, certified financial planner, Jason Qualls. I don't sell financial products. I don't accept commissions or kickbacks from investment companies. Give me a call today for a free unbiased investment review at 878-2134. Or visit my website, jasonqualls.com. Com. Podcast stuff is there. 
Michael Lynn White is here, and you got 60 seconds. I'm tired, so I'm done for the day. Is that right? Well, we talked <laughs> about some touchy things today. This was pretty intense, honestly. I'm going to start crying uncontrollably. Don't do that. Ladies, don't cry. No man is worth crying over. Get your finances in order and do what you got to do. That's, but, but y'all all cry over a man. I know it happens, but you know what? It's going to be all right. So it's like you're trying to motivate them. Yes, for sure. We're in this together, ladies. Optimism. For sure. Absolutely. We're here to inform and inspire. And it's okay to wear your skinny jeans. With <laughs> everything in your financial life, with this mortgages, taxes, estate planning, insurance planning, of course, retirement and investing. Get a second opinion. Make sure you're only working with the independent, fee-only certified financial planners. Go to Jason Qualls, CFP. Dot com for more. Listen anytime, anywhere at financialcoachingradio.com. Michael Lynn, I appreciate you. Yes, yeah, fun. All right, we're out here for today. We'll be back with you next time. More local talk up right after this. <laughs>